0: DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? A and DNA. There we go. Where we bring the facts about sports. We don't agree. Say so. 404 603 8770. 404 603 8770 is the number to call
1: in. Talking to 2 Max. One of my favorite days of the year
0: (laughs) Hey we got a lot to discuss on today's show We got NASCAR, PGA, NBA to discuss March Madness is finally here Some teams have already punched their ticket To the March Madness NCAA Can't say 64, what is this? 68 teams now because you got play in games. So gonna be 75. It's going to be 90. 80 in a
1: minute. <laughs> 107. Everybody, everybody. You get in. How, how, you get in. How, how, you get in. <laughs> how many total schools is there? How many total? Like, what is it? 212? They're coming yeah. three.
2: Well, it, well, it's like, well, if you count divisions two and three. I'm
1: talking about just division one. It's like uh,
2: at least 130.
1: 130. Mm. Yeah. They'll probably take they're probably the champions from division. Division 2 and add them in to make it an even number.
2: (laughs) Up until like a few years ago, uh, Indiana used to do that with their basketball tournament, high school basketball. Like, everybody got in the tournament. No matter how good or bad you were, everyone was in the tournament.
1: That's that (laughs) participation award, but it it hit hit different when the dollars come in, though.
0: Uh, (laughs) It's a big difference at that point. And, um, what else we have to do? Some other stuff, uh, around the eight o'clock hour, got two special guests coming in, Mr. George Lynch, Miss Tracy Pennywell, uh, discussing HBC heroes and the stuff that'll be going on uh, around the time of the Final Four as well. But let's first backtrack somewhat, let's go PGA Tour for a second. Congratulations to, and I forget, Hatton, Tyler Hatton, won his first ever PGA, Tour event, he got the red sweater down at um, Bay Hill, which is Arnold Palmer's tournament. And the winner gets a red sweater vest uh, to wear. In, in, on a, in, uh, in Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Arning, Yes, and the classic 18 hole where Arnold took a driver off the deck, end up putting it up there close and saving Paul one of his memorable moments at his course. What I found interesting this time was the weather was so bad. I mean, we thought it was bad here in Atlanta for the last, since January 1st, out of the, what, 68 days we've had, I think they said 59 have involved rain well, at close, some point.
1: Yeah, we, we Close to getting to 90 days into the year and 45 <laughs> of them have been rain. Or more. Yeah.
0: and. It wasn't the rain that was down there, it was the wind, which had a lot of players shooting over par, especially on Friday and Saturday. I wanna say the average was 76 was par, when of course it should have been 72. So because of that, a lot of scores went down and it, it doesn't make for good golf as far as viewership is concerned. And of course, your boy not being there, considering he um dropped out because of his back. That didn't really help attendance as well either.
1: So it's just a you know it a, put it just all a together weekend. Put it all together. They got the Corona too. <laughs> Wind, rain, no tiger. No tiger. Equals sick viewership.
0: It does, unfortunately, which is a beautiful course down there. And a great tournament. And Rory not playing well, which He's came in second last year, lost it to Francisco Molinari. So you're hoping that he's a huge fan of Arnold, as most golfers are that came up, and you want to win that particular tournament. It's like Tiger wanting to win the Memorial, where uh, Jack is the yeah. the host. at. somebody you've idolized, you want to win that tournament. Tournaments, excuse me. So all things being considered, it was good to see someone else, a new face, begin to win. And we'll see what happens this coming weekend as they head over to TPC Sawgrass to play the Players Champions, which is the fifth unofficial Unofficial. Niche. Correct. Which is probably one of the best tournaments as far as the field is concerned, as far as top players. Okay. Outside of here at East Lake, which takes the top 30 players based off of FedEx Cup points. So outside of that, and outside of playoffs, if you want to say regular season to give you an analogy, this is the best regular season group that we'll probably see until we get to the playoffs.
1: Well, what you got after this you got the Masters though, right?
0: Correct. That'll be the so first this is kind of the warm up. Is- first official week in uh, April.
1: So this is kind of the warm-up for the Masters. Is my boy playing since, you know, you kind of no, get No, he's ready.
0: not playing. His back's still bothering
1: You don't need to play. You don't need to, I ain't worried about the match. I need to worry about later on in the season.
0: He doesn't play too well at the players anyway. So what? that would have been bad for his psyche to put there you go. Uh, there you, there one you. ball in the, there, there, uh, there the island. There you go. The, there you go. The hate out <laughs> What? Tiger. Don't be listening to him, I mean, Tiger. Let, I'm,
3: listen.
0: <laughs> It's, it's no big deal to put one in the water on 16. Everybody's done it, but also he had one of the greatest putts of all time, commentated by, I want to say Jim Nance when he said better than most, better than most, and he made a, you know, 67 foot putt on the island green 16. But since he's not there, I want to say last year's winner was Sergio. I could be wrong.
1: But, but again, this is an opportunity for somebody else to kind of. When I say fill a void, not but to take take the vacuum that's being created by Tiger's not there, and and to you know move the eye to look at them or a few, or multiple players, and they just haven't done it over the last couple of years. No one has. I mean, I thought I thought your boy was a day who Jason had day. who had a had a great season. He did two, two years, years ago. Two years ago, and I thought he was going to uh, put filled, it together. He's still flat in the pancake system. You haven't really talked much about him so.
0: And he changed his swing too.
1: Why? Why is you just keep when getting you, when better? When you won three out of four majors in one calendar year, you know, or two, you know, two you, you, he won two or won yeah. three in a, in a two year calendar year and, and, you know, was finishing top five, what is there to change?
0: You gotta get better.
1: I know you gotta get better, but better doesn't mean you change
0: what's working. Correct.
1: Well mm-hmm. better mean sometimes you might take a different approach to what you're doing. What or what you're doing. You know what I mean? But you don't necessarily have got to change your mechanics.
0: Unless you were hurt, then mm-hmm. that changes. Then that forces you to change, i.e. Tiger. Well, yeah. He was putting so much tore, torque on but he, his but body. But he did it for
1: five or six years straight. <laughs> what you trying to tell me, they did some, he did that kind of for a year and a half, and that's, but, a, that's all he lasted?
0: Think about it. Even if you just twist your ankle, that changes your swing Completely. Um, a wrist injury That changes So your mechanics change So now You have to Use a new swing To Basically overcompensate Not trying to re-injure anything Gotcha So And last year's winner was Roy
1: But he hasn't said he was hurt So as far as I know You're coming on the green Like you say about you coming to court you, You're good You gotta play You gotta
0: play Okay So That's with anybody <laughs> <laughs> It's the same energy for anyone they Ain't giving him no out so, I don't think we've had a back-to-back winner since. Ooh. It's probably been years at the place that it's been back-to-back. So, it's not it's highly unlikely that Rory will win this year then. That being said, I would go with someone like like Adam Scott. Okay. Playing decent so far, but haven't put together a couple of tournaments that have just been solid back-to-back to where he would be considered to win the event and I think that could be you know someone who could win um, one person who's won several times last year several championships Brooks Kepka. we haven't mentioned his name so far this year that's someone else who could get a good round going on Friday move up the leaderboard and it, being a champion your mindset is totally different. You know you know what it takes to manage a golf course and how to win. So we, that's one We Are talking person. about
2: who, someone who's won the Players' Championship back-to-back? Yes. That has never happened. There you go. The closest is Jack Nicklaus won it three out of five. And that was the first
0: five. <laughs> <laughs> three of the first five. The first five. <laughs> so see? It, it, I mean, that in itself means... I
1: have no problem with the TPC, nobody back-to-back. I'm talking about the other... This is unofficial, major, so don't count if they won it back-to-back anyway. But why haven't any of these guys stepped up to it's, become the it, face? It, it,
0: it's grueling, for one. weekend, weekend week, in, week in, out, to try not only to train, to get better, but there are other guys coming up. The young guy, um, Sanjay, who won last week. This guy, Hannon, who won this week you're going to have guys who just put around together for whatever reason that week and that could be their first win, second or third and it just happens and everything has to go right for you too. Uh, A ball that's you know, six inches can mean the difference in you winning or losing. We saw that last week with, who was that? Um, uh, Tommy Fleetwood. He tried to go for, I want to say 18 and kind of sprayed it and it just found the water. Six inches to the right, maybe it hits something and kicks up on the green. He makes a birdie putt and he wins it. You gotta have some pure, unadulterated luck sometimes. And the difference is these guys haven't been able to, the the Dustin Johnson's, the Brooke Kepka, the Jordan Beef's, well we can't say Roy, he was world number one last year and won the FedEx. So outside of him, those guys haven't put rounds together consistently. To overtake anything that we've seen from what Tiger's done,
1: and I'm not even trying to tell them that I need somebody to top Tiger. I just want them to kind of be in the in to the take the,
0: to look up to. Yeah, well, Brooks yeah, did that yeah. last year, okay, winning t- what two majors? Yeah, two of the four. So, and we haven't had anyone do that. But yet. he,
1: but he's boring, though. Mm. I, I, I feel well, I, you know. I feel bad for PGA that he's he's not captivating. He's he's, he's Mike Trout. He's Trout. He's boring. I mean, you know. I'm not saying that's a bad that's a bad thing. I'm just you know, when you want to have a superstar in any league, or in any profession, you want that person to kind of have Be a little polarizing bit of, a little bit, a little bit. Want to have a little bit of you know something to draw you in, and you know, I want to follow you. I want to you know,
0: Roy is that person. Yeah,
1: Roy. Yeah, you know, Roy has it. He's dated or married. You know, somebody easy on the eyes. He's done. You know what I mean? He's a European guy, so you got a little bit of, you know, a little bit of style, a little bit of swag, if you want to say that or whatnot. And you get to what's well, your boy?
0: We had Dustin Johnston. I
1: can't even pronounce your boy's name. The one, two out of out of three. Bruce uh, Kepka. Bruce, see, that's the problem right there. That's what, <laughs> just for the for the the, the, average, novice, the the novice, novice that you know kind of wants to look in and whatnot. So again, nothing, nothing against, nothing against Kepka. It's just. Those are the things that just don't line up to for him to kind of become the face of the, and you kind of want you kind of want to have to be that as well.
0: So you want him to be a bad guy?
1: No, not necessarily a bad guy. I just want to, <laughs> somebody. In, right now he's like he's like mashed potatoes. You know mashed potatoes don't look all that great. And then you got to put a little bit of olive, a little bit of pepper. You know, throw some butter on there. Then you're like, oh okay, it's a pretty good. Now nah, I might want to try the bowl, but just plopping it on my on my plate, I gotta have something else. I gotta have you know you have. some steak. Asparagus. I
0: mean, would you be okay if Dustin Johnson came back to prominence, i.e., Wayne Gretzky's uh, yeah, yeah, daughter, who he's married to? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I
1: just, I just you, want something.
0: You, you, you want scandal? Just be honest. Not
1: scandal. I just. <laughs> we got enough of that. I just give. We got enough of that in real life.
0: <laughs> in real life. Nah. But, but I just, I, but you know, <laughs> I just
1: want somebody to have a little bit of a little bit of flair, you know. And it just seemed like the last two people that had the flair was. You Obviously, need a Tiger story. was and then Tiger had um
0: But you need a story is what you're saying. Yeah. So if Brooks kept uh Tiger only started had picking t- up golf when he was seventeen, his family didn't have yeah. nothing, that's what you want.
1: Tiger had Phil. I mean, even even if even if the guys don't have a backstory, you know, nothing that's all exciting. At some point, at least give me some rivals. Let me give me two guys that are, you know, you go to Arnold, you go to Jack, you have Shark, you know. Yeah. And throughout the history of golf, there's well, always they tried been-
0: to... I think one of the problems the PGA did was they didn't let it happen organically. They tried to push Phil instead of letting Phil go on and win and then start creating a rivalry. Or push Sergio. When you try and manufacture something, it doesn't have long-lasting value. Well,
1: I mean, the fans, the fans kind of created a little bit of the Tiger... Phil scenario you know I'm not not saying that they had any dislike toward one another mm-hmm. at all but the fans kind of created you know that and media helped it along you know for various reasons um culture and all that kind of stuff but at the same time there was somebody there winning when tiger wasn't winning and Phil has has kind of a personality to him like it or love it or whatever yeah, he's he you know too. It, there you go, Let, you know. So there was ways to add some, to, even though he may not have had the personality. There was ways to manufacture it or add it to, like you said, lefty or whatever. These guys, we done tried to give them the Avengers. Well, don't none are. of them, don't none of them win long enough <laughs> to even get their own sitcom. <laughs> they their own show they get canceled before this, the they get the pilot episode, but right. no one has got brought on for a full season. And that's just where I, I don't know, you know. And Grant, you can't. You can't dictate how, who's going to win and who's not going to win, but I just feel like it's kind of bad for for PJ to an extent where we're still depending on Tiger in his, what, 20th year to carry the mantle as far as ratings.
0: Longer than that. But, I mean, when you got someone close to history, that's what you do. Yeah. We see that with LeBron. The closer he got to breaking certain records, assists, steals, games, the more people tuned in. When he started to break Jordan's record, more people tuned in. So people watch history. And that's why, not outside of Tiger being black, the fact that he was so close to what we consider was an unbreakable number. Three away. The fact that he's still close close to an unbreakable number. (laughs) There you go, close. Close.
1: Still close, okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Closer than most, but would we'll never get it. But um, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the fact that he's so close to it, people wanna tune in to see if if is this gonna be the time he gets the next one to where he's now to. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, let's say he gets one away. Is this gonna be the major that he does it? Mm-hmm. Or for his case, is this the PJ tour where he breaks Sam's sneeze record? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You you tune in for stuff like that. So we'll see. But uh, I also want to give a congratulations to Ernie Ailes now on the of course he can play both. He's the on the Champions team. or Senior Tour. Mm-hmm. He won his first Seniors Tour event. And I think this was only the third time that he's played in it.
1: Question for that. So Tiger, let's say Tiger doesn't win any more Tours or Majors but or just Tours, uh, uh, but he wins it in the Seniors. Does it still count toward his overall or his Seniors? Tour is
0: totally different
1: from. Totally
0: different. Okay. When he goes there, that, that's wins on the Champions Tour. Okay. As opposed to the regular PGA, PGA Tour. Tour. Okay. okay.
2: But what if they're majors?
0: What If he wins a major on the seniors? Because they're yeah, separate I, majors.
2: Well, no, if you're on the senior tour, can't you play in yeah, like you play the, in both. the major? Correct. Yeah.
0: So Ernie Els, he just turned 50, and he's. Again, I think this was only like his third time playing a Champions uh, Tour event, which he won. I won't say the Hog, Hog Classic or something like that. So, yes, if Ernie Els plays in the Masters this year, which he probably will do, if he wins it, he wins the Masters. He gets a green jacket. It's considered a PGA Tour victory as well.
1: So, yeah, I, so I get now, that. Now,
0: if he wins the, um, the Pioneer Classic, which is a major for the Champions Tour, then that's one major for him on the Champions Tour.
1: But not on the regular PGA Tour. That's that's why I'm asking. So So you can come
0: to the PGA Tour and play, because we even, um, um, Tom Watson almost won the British Open, which is now just called The Open, about four or five years ago. He was in contention on Sunday. He would have been the oldest player to win a major, as well as win on the PGA Tour. And that was separate from him playing on the Champions Tour. But you have to be 50. Which is why Phil will start playing next year, I want to say. i think tell you, he just turned 50. So he'll be able to play in both now. Okay.
1: just wanted to clarify that. I wasn't sure when, again, for Tiger now to break that secondary record he has a short period of time. For that, but on, that, right. on that side so he'll
0: he'll easily break that I, I I find it hard to believe even with his health that he can't put together a decent four rounds to win a tournament somewhere again uh, a pebble beach um, the memorial which is Jack's tournament surprised that once again he didn't play Arnold's so maybe next year he'll be healthy enough S- so there are ones out there playing at Firestone. There's tournaments out there that he plays all the time that he should be able to put a decent round together to win at least one more tournament. Gotcha, okay. And like we said, the last two weeks we've seen somebody totally different win uh, on tournament and then the Honda Classic. So anything can happen when you know as far as that's concerned. So looking forward, it'll be about his health. And of course, I doubt if he, he likes to play two weeks before a major, because of his back, he may not and just try and tune up and go play Augusta as much as possible yeah. to see if any small details have changed and get ready for that. I, I'm i rooting for him. Don't get me wrong. If I were him, I would take that time to go down there and practice and get ready.
1: Wrong. You ain't rooting for him. <laughs> I don't root for him.
0: <laughs> I want him to do well, seriously. Man, I tell you, buddy, y'all y'all Wrong.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man, this is DNA Sports Talk. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We got NHL and NASCAR to discuss. This is 1100 a.m. We'll be right back. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best gnarling style food in Atlanta. Three zero three zero nine. Enjoy food and life.
1: This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, seven to nine PM Eastern Standard Time on WWWEAM eleven hundred or dnasportstalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA news.
4: MurfinettiFashions.mybigcommerce.com.
0: Hey folks, just a quick reminder that no matter the time of the day and no matter what day of the week
1: East Coast, West Coast, all points in between we are always on So go to your app store and download The Real 1100 app and listen wherever and whenever The Real Real Real
0: Jackie Robinson big city nights the biography of the legendary cicero murphy it is beautifully written by his grandson tyreek murphy recounting what made his grandfather a historic man you can go to amazon and get a copy of the book for your kindle or in paperback form make sure you go and read about the billiards jackie robson big city nights the biography of cicero murphy
2: Now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM.
0: Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're the facts about sports. You don't agree. Say so. That number, 404-603-8770, 404 8770 Also live on Facebook as well as Periscope
1: we working, We working this week. I know if y'all yeah. tuned in last <laughs> week, was having some <laughs> technical, technical difficulties. We got it all.
0: Technology wouldn't let us be great.
1: So we got to figure it out. We can hear clearly.
0: Like they were trying to rob the elections down in Mexico. I've been watching Narcos Mexico. That's so I was like, say, huh, what's going on in Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a lot of robbing right here. <laughs> <laughs> um NASCAR. So yesterday, they were out in Phoenix. Your boy, Harvard. Surprise made, came in second place behind Joey Logano. Uh, He lost it on the restart, that's what happened. And he had it up until that point. But on the restart, Logano got ahead of him and that's all you wrote. Like they say, the only lap you need to lead is the last one. And for, you know, fortunately for him, Logano is a winner again, looking strong coming into this coming week where well, they'll be right here in Atlanta, Georgia down at the uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway.
1: I wonder whether it's going to hold up for this weekend. Ooh. It's looking like that might be an issue and I wonder if they're going to have to reschedule. We didn't talk to We talked to the
0: GM, GM for Atlanta
1: Motor Speedway. We didn't ask them if there was a Mr. contingency plan as far as if weather was a problem be an
0: issue. Generally, so it'll be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday being the culmination of the uh, sprint um, race series. The truck race is Saturday. It's supposed to be overcast. So hopefully that will hold up because hopefully that's going to be a big thing. Hopefully because they just, there's a they just huge, wrong. <laughs> uh, um Race on Saturday with the trucks with a huge uh, payout with some of the notable drivers that you might know that will be in attendance. And once again, it's free for kids on Friday as well as Saturday. But of course, all of that is contingent on the weather. It's definitely supposed to rain Wednesday, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday is seeing cloudy. Chances of rain. And you know as well as I do in oh, yeah. Atlanta, it could be raining no, no, on, yeah. in the front yard, yeah, and then but sunny, sunny on the, in the back. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, listen, I, I know. So, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be up in the air. Hit and miss. But I just... It's possibly it have to be moved to Monday.
1: Yeah. Which is, this is going to, that'd be rough. You know, you just don't know, you know, and not even so much for the race, because <clears throat> they can delay the race. I'm just Correct, talking, about as far, talking about as far as the attendance and whether, you know, the weather's decent enough that you want to... You know, go out in in the weather and the
0: weather and whatnot. So, yeah, because we want to be at the um, 5057 50, 50, foot long, long ball, <laughs> baby. You know, <laughs> I've got to deal with my parka on <laughs> and everything. Checking that out. But we'll see. It, it would be cool if Chase Elliott can win, homegrown here in Georgia, and kind of solidify himself as up and coming star, not just in name but by victories and put yeah. himself into the playoffs, which once again Joey Logano has stamped himself into the NASCAR playoffs by winning this past, uh, well yesterday in Phoenix. The other thing is Jimmy Johnson's last time driving officially, yeah. and of course here in Atlanta, so he'll be leading the pace car, was one of the things that Mr. Hudson mentioned they would do, and some other things that they would do for him to recognize his last time here. I wanna say he's won He's
1: the most he has the most, most wins. Active Most, as active driver most wins, wins as an active driver. At Atlanta Speedway.
0: At a motor speedway. So who knows? Maybe Jimmy can put one together and go ahead and solidify himself into the playoffs and try and go for that eighth elusive title, which would put him above uh, Richard Petty, Dale Earnhardt.
1: Put him in the Holy Grail.
0: And I think that's it. I think they all tied with three right now. Yeah. He'll be eight and be a standalone.
1: you yeah. know the Holy Grail. A lot of people don't. They well, don't want to see that. Truist, purist. truest. That yeah. not, not the bank, but purist <laughs> <laughs> wants to uh don't see that happen. But speaking of standings and Jimmy Johnson, he's at five right now for the, for the season in the cup driving standings. Mm. So he's having a decent year. Yeah. Way better than what he had last year. Um But one is Harvick. Even though he's been a bridesmaid, he's been a top. Top ten four times, top five twice. So, um, Logano is two. As you mentioned, he's already locked in with the win. Mm -hmm. Chase Elliott, you spoke of. He's at three Um, with uh, one top five, two top ten finishes. Alex Bowman's at
0: four. He's been racing really well. Going back to the end of last year.
1: Yeah, before mentioned, Jimmy Johnson at five. Ryan Bellini at six. Kyle Larson at seven. uh, Eric Amarillo at eight. Now, this is a name I haven't seen. Uh, Matt D.B. Dento. Mm. is at 9.
0: Okay. All right, Matt.
1: Brad Keselowski is at 10. So those are the top 10. Hovering right there at 11 is Danny Hamlin and uh, Kyle Busch and Clint Boyer. I want to go through 1 through 13 with some more names that people recognize. Right. Um, so that's what's going on. Now, my surprise out of all this list is who's where a few people are sitting right now. Uh, Truex Jr. is at 15. Kirk Bush is at 16. Ooh. Your cousin Stenhouse Jr. is at 17.
0: So he on the outside looking in right now. So for those who don't know, playoffs is top 16. Yeah,
1: yep. And so um uh, if I want to round the top 20, I will Bubba Wallace, William Byron, and Austin Dillon. So, but again, mm. I'm a little bit surprised about um, Martin Truex where he's sitting at right now. Still a long way to go, but
0: and. He... He was racing well uh, until he got into a couple of wrecks. Wrecks, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the thing that we, going back to golf it's a matter of inches, literally, literally in NASCAR, between winning and losing. If you're if you don't have the right team at first, as far as drafting, or if you lose a second in the pit, that changes the whole dynamics of how you finish the race.
1: So and we'll then, then back to the calendar. If you didn't hear us last week. Next three races again this week weekend you were right here in Atlanta Atlanta Motor Speedway the Foles of Honor Quick Trip 500 got to give these sponsors their due right then next week they'd be down in Miami Homestead Miami Speedway the Dixie Vodka 400 yeah that ain't bad <laughs> no, that ain't bad at all Dixie and then the end of the month out you got the O'Reilly Auto Parts 500 uh, there in Texas Motor Speedway so those are the next three races. Starting off right here this
0: weekend in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, once again, if you can make it out there this weekend, weather permitting, the uh, Bootleggers Bar—that yeah, was the name—57. <laughs> yeah. So you can hang out during the race, watch things from that took part. It's by the Earnhardt Grandstand, is where that one is. Massive 360 bar open to any fan that you go to, and they uh, and a Ferris wheel as well. Ferris, so wheel. Yeah.
1: You know. So hopefully the weather, hopefully the, the weather people hopefully are just cloudy. are wrong like they usually are. But
0: um, <laughs> even if there is rain, that's gonna affect the drivers. Might have to yeah, different tires, get it. Get it, yeah.
1: how you know how you do certain things. Depending so, on how you know. Much. Or if it gets pushed back, you know, just like anything else, if you're to used market. to a particular routine, particular routine, and then now you gotta change that up and wait an extra day. Now you got to maybe send send you gotta your team to the to next the, race. So now you're down to your only one. So that's going to change how you, how you act, race your how car. How you race the car now because I got I don't have a replacement. Right. So. Or you only
0: keep one car as a backup and send the other one down.
1: Yeah. So you know it's going to be strategy that's depending it. on the weather that that plays a factor.
0: Right. Let's go NHL in the Eastern Division, the Metropolitan, the Capitals out on the top, 4127. and seven. They got the same record as the Philadelphia Flyers. The third place team is the Pittsburgh Penguins, 39, 23, and six. Columbus is 33, 22, and 15. And fifth is Carolina, 37, 25, and five. Then you got the Islanders, then the Rangers, 35, 23, and nine, 36, 28, and four, respectively. And the last place, New Jersey Devils and the Metropolitan just sneaking in at 500 or better, 28, 28, and 12. You still liking the Capitals to finish strong?
1: So, I, I, again, surpri- After, surprises.
0: What is it? Uh, About 20 games left?
1: Yeah, I thought they were going to have a winning the Cup Uh, fallout, Hangover. Off, hangover a little bit, especially when they Ovechkin wouldn't let it go for about <laughs> an extra three <laughs> and weeks. And he was doing things at the Cup yeah, I don't yeah, think we want to yeah, know. He was all over the place <laughs> in Russia. Um, But what I am, I, so I'm, I'm surprised about where they're at. Look, look at the total conference. You've got the Bruins one, the Capitals two, um, who I am, so I'm surprised that the Capitals are at two again, thinking that they're gonna have a have a cup layover. But then I'm surprised about the Lightning, how they've how they've gained ground because they started off so slow of the season. So now they're sitting right there at three, so they're making me look good because I was like, I, this was the you know after blowing if the playoffs were to start, start right game. now, yeah. But after blowing last year, having the best record and getting ousted in the first round, they've seemed to, has to, done they seem to they seem to recover. Um,
0: Speaking of which, real quick, the Atlantic, like you mentioned, Boston is 1, 43, 14, and 12. Your Lightning, 43, 20, and 6. Toronto Maple Leafs, 35, 25, and 9. Florida's 34, 26, and 8. The Canadians are 31, 30, and 9 in fifth place in the Atlantic. And that's it for teams 500 and better.
1: So what I am surprised then, Carolina right now is holding the eighth spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised about both New York teams on the outside looking in. The Islanders and the Rangers. And the Rangers. If the playoffs started today, they would not be there. But the way it's looking now with the NHL, uh, banning media into the locker rooms.
0: Right. So the official statement, this is for Major League Baseball, MLS, NBA, and NHL. They released a joint statement. It says, after consultation with infectious disease and public health experts, and given the issues that have been associated with close contact in pre- and post-game settings, All team locker rooms and clubhouses will be open only to players and essential employees of teams and team facilities until further notice. Media access will be maintained in designated locations outside of the locker room and clubhouse setting. These changes will be effective beginning tomorrow's games and practices. We will continue to closely monitor this situation and take any further steps necessary to maintain a safe and welcoming environment.
1: I don't have any problem with that. Doesn't no affect, problem with that. Doesn't affect the general, the general uh, ticket holder coming in. Correct. To, you know what I mean. So, and then as far and I think that
0: that would be the ultimate last resort.
1: Oh yeah, we gonna sit. We gonna sit in that corona Super stadium <laughs> if it causes for me money to come in. They ain't gonna cancel no games you know you, you get well, what i'm saying not, so well games with fans fans yet, yeah, yeah yeah so like uh, they have
0: over in italy for soccer
1: but they got a different but they got a different problem in italy the whole country yeah. yes is uh you know like they have a true pandemic almost going italy. on in italy right now um so and
0: like we were talking before the break a lot of the mls and nhl players are from overseas yeah. families are overseas yeah yeah,
1: yeah. And you have much more interaction. And NBA.
0: Yeah, but really. But more so those NHL, two. NHL. You got, you got
1: Vancouver. You got, you know, Toronto. You got Winnipeg. So you got some, you know, a lot of Canadian, obviously Canadian teams. Right. MLS, like I said, the players, families are from over there. Right. You know, from, from Europe or from different parts where you have, you know, a much more serious situation going on with, with Citizens. But then also same with baseball players. Baseball, you know, yeah. your baseball players. So you look at the, the West Coast. The Bay Area, you know, San Francisco Giants, Seattle Mariners, you know, as far as the United States go, right now, you have a lot of issues. On. And right
0: now, they spread between the grapefruit league, which is Arizona, and mm-hmm. the um, what's the one in Florida? Or is that Florida no, the grapefruit? No, Florida the
1: grapefruit, and Arizona's Arizona cactus. Cactus,
0: Tactics, thank you. So. Those are places, destinations that a lot of people will be
1: visiting. well I say So, and e.
0: Disney World, when they shut that down. Yeah.
1: Well, you got. You well, got not
0: shut it down, but. Closed off. Closed off certain parts of it, right. Same and thing. And a lot with, more precautions put out there.
1: Same thing with the Vegas Knights. Right. Yes. They're, in a, they're in a heavy populated tourist, tourist c- city. city. Yeah. So, you know, you got a lot more chances for certain things to occur.
2: Correct. What's funny with that is that. Um, I'm talking about this on the through my conversion that uh Chicago State canceled two games playing in Seattle at Seattle University and at Utah Valley State University. But they're still going to Las Vegas for the conference tournament. Money <laughs> <laughs> You wasn't losing a lot of money at Seattle State or no right. whatever. But I'm
1: losing money at the Vegas. Right. At the, at, you know what I mean? I'm losing money at the, the tournament. So but I guarantee you that they have Probably got the players on lockdown, you know, as far as where they can go and where they can't go, you know, Hotels. and things of that nature. But it's it's it comes down, unfortunately, Practices. to money, you know. But Vancouver, I didn't realize that Vancouver has, and I'm not, because I know
0: it's so close to Seattle.
1: Well, no, but I'm saying I didn't realize Vancouver has a heavy um, Asian population, and I'm not saying I'm just saying be- before everything became you know known to the general public. China, China, it, China
0: took the brunt of it. China everything. took the
1: brunt of it, but a lot of you know individuals still were flying from China. To, they fly to Vancouver. Right, right, right. Or they fly to Seattle. You know, that's the, a close destination as far as from I'm one, co- on that side one exactly. That's, and that's all I'm saying. So I didn't realize, you know, when you started looking at hearing news and about certain certain pocketed areas having a higher rate of possibility of having, Well, you see, that's the reason why. You know,
0: Tokyo, their their thoughts about possibly canceling the olympics but they would continue they still want the athletes to continue to train and there is a possibility they could move it now the only place they can move is where they just recently had it which is brazil they have to go back to rio because i can't remember who's 2026 but they probably don't have the infrastructure in place yet they're still building brazil should still have everything pretty much the same the same so that is one area, and it doesn't seem like South America for now has been a major concern. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that it could go back to Rio if but they feel a the, need to move it.
2: The twenty twenty four Olympics are in Paris. Are yeah, they got a problem too. They yeah, got a problem so too. We ain't going. It, we're it not ain't going, going over right there. there. And twenty twenty eight is scheduled for Los Angeles.
1: So by that time, we, we, yeah, either, we either won't be here or. <laughs> 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 we, 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 to be determined <laughs> right TBD. now the uh
2: 2026 winter, winter olympics. olympics that is in italy
1: they ain't gonna be there they gotta make up for missing it will be there they better, they better listen at the 2022 it's already a contingent plan it might not be in italy 2022 be, winter olympics
2: sell. is in beijing
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. two years in two years mm-hmm.
1: listen they got whole city. they got whole cities down in the china mainland shut down, like the whole <laughs> city quarantine like just imagine all of the being quarantined <laughs> that's what, that's what they got going on right now um it's, but, you yeah, know it's interesting it'll, it'll be interesting to but see. i think money 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 determines everything so
0: tokyo is is i'm sure they're hoping for their economy i mean
1: I I, I I bet your That's money on that bitch tough. ain't no happy. In 2022? I, 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 listen, if you want to send a... If you want to send a, a strong a strong notice to a country Well, it about, depends
0: on... It depends on who gets elected.
1: I'm talking about the world. Forget just here. No, I, I'm just saying.
0: I, that, that will determine what happens in 2022.
1: Listen, you, you can't have nothing until you get your... Uh, <laughs> get your communications in order, uh, China. I don't <laughs> but... So, it's... Again, by... The NHL and I feel everybody now, else I,
0: joining and, you know, shutting down once again, all locker rooms, they're, they're more likely they'll have the coaches come out through the yeah, press conference. To the podium. You, you now, now, that might be good for the players who really don't want to talk. Mm. You, you automatically say, hey, you two are going to go out yeah. there or one at that point.
1: You know who your PR guys on the team are. You send them out there and then you call it a day. Yeah. Um, the only thing is now you probably have, we talked about it before you came on, you might have. You, you, your major networks will have the access, but I wonder how that's gonna affect, you know, the the, the smaller market, you know. You, yeah. you you know, even within local, you know, how much you might give say Channel two, you know, Fox five, how much access, you know. You know yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? So that that that'd be, you know, your ESPNs and your major your major yeah, right. guys who who pay into the advertising for, say, the NBA or right. the NHL because will still have that One access. of the other
0: things was the the distance that they wanted between the players and the fans is six to eight feet. And they all had already encouraged them if you're signing an autograph, you should get a Sharpie from a personnel, not take a fans. So I wonder, they, I wonder, I wonder those for. Shaking hands. Type so I'm about thing. to say, so
1: for the NBA. I think by time the NFL season comes back around, I think a lot of this will be Over somewhat it. yesterday's news. Um, but I wonder for the NBA, where you got floor seats, and you know, do it's you? It's
0: not. It's unlikely. I'm just, because I'm just, it's not airborne. It's not airborne.
1: But I still can touch you by flying for a, uh, I fly in flying for a loose ball. Well, it's not, not so. skin
0: to skin either.
1: But if you' sick I, and if you' sweating. It's, it's skin to skin. Yeah. I mean, I'm just,
0: Those are gonna be rare. I, I don't know.
1: And I mean, people get calling. I'm not trying to put out, you know, false information. I'm just saying, if we're so concerned look, about not being in the locker room, then how much more concerned should I be about players if, going into the stands? If, stand if someone has a front
2: ball. row seat and they're coughing and sneezing, I don't think they're gonna be let to the arena anyway.
1: Okay, and that's and that's and that's yeah, and that's what that's I'm getting to. The case. And that's what I'm getting to. At what point? How does the how does the NBA protect? people from getting into the arenas then yeah, what turns sure, around yeah. that affects everybody so you know
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah, that cause
1: people don't listen because obviously you got cases in, well, in, in think Missouri about it. If you're, sitting court you're supposed side, to be quarantined you're and you still sitting wind court up, getting, side, up getting the person next to you
0: starts coughing and sneezing it's like I, okay but then they keep doing it you can text that number that you see on the screen <laughs> for, <laughs> the, the one they want to have a file language of, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, okay. disturbing <laughs> behavior like <laughs> hey Come get this person, man. You know text, what?
2: Text smile. To, right to eight eight eight. Right. Three weeks ago, <laughs> Three weeks ago, y'all would have quarantined me.
1: Right. <laughs> I would have been quarantined. I just had allergies. So I, that's I, and that's. I mean, right Wouldn't now, that's the thing? that's the sense of urgency that you kind of kind of see what's going around just in the general public. And I just wonder how you That'd see how, you, you see how the teams are now combating access to their players. But how do you combat it's access? Preventive
0: measures, and you try and do as much as you can to be proactive and hope for the best at that point.
1: I'm not jumping in the crowd if I'm a player, just, that ball is gonna be out, <laughs> and that's what you're doing. <laughs> it's gonna
0: turn <Turnover>. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the western conference. To the West coast, man. um, in the central, St. Louis in the top 41, 18, and 10. Followed by Colorado 41, 19, and 8. You got Dallas 37, 23, and 8. The Minnesota Wild are 35, 27, and 7, and 4th. At fifth place, Nashville is 34, 26, and 8. Our Winnipeg Thrashers, a.k.a. Atlanta Jets, are 35, 28, and 6. And Chicago Blackhawks, 31, 30, and 8. So everybody in the West, just like in the Central, is 500 or better. I have a Metropolitan have
2: uh, With St. Louis um with St Louis uh they had their diversity night uh last week but the Blues were on the road um uh, what what do y'all think of that
0: <laughs> are you surprised
2: well <laughs> the, yes and no
1: like who did the scheduling yeah, yeah like had- ju- they like
2: they knew like everyone yes. in the league has the hockey is for everyone night mm-hmm. and then they they're like well, we didn't know what we were sp- like you're supposed to know this stuff before the season starts
0: yeah exactly are you surprised i
1: don't think people realize how crazy hockey Missouri is for is.
2: everyone except if you live in st louis
1: yep <laughs> and, <laughs> they just, and they just and they just want to chat they just want yeah. yes. like you will like right think this year you is soaking all the Everything that comes with winning the title, you would just—and you ain't won one in a hundred years, like you know, ever. Like you, like the the the, the Red it's Sox. It's been winning. what sixty years. I want yeah, to it's say it's been a Season minute, one. you know, a few generations. Right. And you so you would assume you would soak in. It's
0: about as bad as my Cubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: would soak in everything for the next couple of years, and right. you and you, again, you want to talk about the conference? The playoffs started right now. They're number one in the Western Conference. So you you looking right now? You prying for a possible back to back. Correct. Like and t-
0: depend on how who you play in the, you know your first round, it, you could easily make it to the Western Conference, Conference finals. finals.
1: Yeah. So it's not so you soak up all lists. like you don't make these you don't drop the ball like like, like that. that. Yeah.
0: But again, it's St. Louis though. It's the loot. Anybody in three one four? You know where to send the hate mail to
1: three one four over there. Send it, send it
0: to to them. Uh, In the Pacific, Vegas is number one. They're thirty eight twenty four and eight, followed by the Oilers thirty seven twenty four and eight, just a half a game back. Calgary Flames sitting in third in the Pacific thirty six twenty seven and seven. Vancouver, who we were talking about earlier, thirty five twenty seven and six, and fourth the Coyotes thirty three twenty eight and eight. Anaheim is. And that's it. Team's 500 or better. Anaheim is slightly below the 500 or better mark. Uh, If the playoffs were to start in the West.
1: Blues won. Um,
0: The Blues won. So that's, I don't know if if I would have them pegged as my favorite to go back to back.
1: I'm not saying you're positioning right now. But yeah,
0: you're in a good position.
1: Vegas Knights at two. Colorado Avalanche at three. Mm -hmm. Stars at four. Oilers at five. Calgary Flames at six, Wild at seven, and the Vancouver Canucks right now would be in A's the playoffs. We'll be in. With, with the Nashville Predators and our uh Atlanta Jets, aka they Winnipeg out. Jets yeah, Winnipeg, sitting at night, but they're like both Nashville and, and and the Winnipeg are two game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Canucks lose a game, then they're in. Then they're in. So it's a fight for the eight.
0: Ooh, it's gonna be good these last I think everybody's roughly around twenty games left. Mm-hmm. So this will – it'll be good to see what happens over these last few games. Who makes that playoff push, who doesn't? Uh, we initially – St. Louis, I want to say, was a couple weeks ago when we were about to do our segment, but we had someone in. They were in third. Now they're in first. Yeah. Because their last 10 games, they're 9-1. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that makes a huge difference in, in where you fall. And I'm glad to see that Vegas hasn't fallen off of their –
1: from the historical uh, inaugural run, season. Yes.
0: So this is what their third year? Yeah.
1: But they've been relevant all three. Correct. So
0: that that's good management, that's a good GM, that's good coaching, and it's making necessary changes in trades that you need to make. Yeah, that's all right that's time. all
1: that's all upper office right there. Oh yeah.
0: yeah. Definitely. Uh this is DNA Sports Talk. We're gonna take a break when we come back. Got some NBA as well as NCAA basketball to discuss. It's March. It's madness. This is 1100 AM. It's we'll Biggie be right Day. Back. <laughs> this is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the D and DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Through Tune In Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out dnasportstalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights.
4: Hey. murfinityfashions.mybigcommerce.com
0: Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best gnarling style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson. Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy.
1: You are tuned into WWW.com.
5: AM 1100.
2: The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on
1: WWE 1100 AM.
0: Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don of D and DNA. This is Ace of
1: the A and DNA. we
0: bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so! 404-603-8770. Once again, 603 8770 Also live on Periscope as well as Facebook. If you're looking at us visually, you can say we've gotten a lot better in this room since we added two of our guests here. Miss Tracy Pinwell, Mr. George Lynch. How you doing? Doing good. Good. great. How you doing? doing great. Glad to see you all. Glad y'all didn't come in coughing either. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> no fevers either. No, None of that. Okay, good, good, good. Now, both of you are co-founders of HBCU Heroes. Please talk about what that is. you want me to start? Yeah,
5: go ahead. So
0: HBCU Heroes started
5: with um, the idea of raising funds for the men's basketball program at Clark. We had to rebrand the name because um, after seeing the the uh, the needs of the men's basketball program and pretty much the entire athletic department at Clark Atlanta, and then traveling around the conference, seeing other schools, uh, you know, there was a need, and so Tracy and I talked and collaborated on how we can help all HBCUs throughout the country, and, and that's our goal to help raise funds to level the playing field for scholarships, training tables, facilities. Uh, and to bring awareness to uh, alumni from HBCUs, non-alumni to give back uh, to those smaller programs
0: Can you talk about the difference between you of course playing at Carolina and at Clark as far as facilities and equipment
5: it's, It goes even, even books for the class mm. uh, you know I had four scholarship athletes who didn't have books and you know so you have to find a way to get the money uh, to uh, so they can have books to be eligible to play, and um, you know, you know, our thing at a at a predominantly white institution, you think full scholarship pays for everything, but it's not that way at Clark. You know, we, you know, training or table. Somehow. I mean, yeah, yeah HBCUs HBCU. didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't just didn't want to just say mm-hmm. Clark, but a lot of HBCUs have that
0: struggle. Gotcha. Now you participated in art for athletes that started off everything. Mm-hmm. How was that event and how did that propel this to continue to go?
6: You know, it's funny because when we first started, we just because George had taken the job last year and so we were just it was just a small little nucleus of us working together to try to work money for Clark. But then we had people like Vonnie Holiday who spoke last year at our event and he said he's been here twenty years, never really knew anyone who worked at an HBCU or went there because he went to Carolina with us. And he said now that he knows he's gonna tell other athletes when they give back money, they need to give a little bit back to HBCUs and then also to their alumni schools but for us we, we we heard what he said and we said there's the brotherhood right? There's yes. the brotherhood of basketball, mm-hmm. the brotherhood of football um, even the sisterhood of WNBA players and all of that They, a lot of them that we've spoken to want to help. They just don't have an entry point sometimes and so with George um, having to um, he's Played in the NBA, he's played at UNC and all of that. It was a good entry point for a lot of the resources that we have. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of that, George, what made you take the coaching job at Clark when you could have probably gone anywhere else?
5: Well, if you look back a year ago, maybe two years now, you know a lot of um, former players, black former players, wasn't getting the opportunity to become head coaches. You know, uh, Juwan Howard just got the job at Michigan. Stackhouse just got the job at um, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. And, you know, Daryl Walker was at Clark previously before me. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's a few, you know, black college or, or even in the NBA where the sport is 90% African-Americans, but it's not 90% on the coaching, head coaching opportunities to lead those kids, young men.
0: Well, I appreciate what you're doing. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Now, what is HBCU Heroes going to do, in particular, the week leading up to the Final Four?
6: I'm glad you asked, and we're sorry to say today, (laughs) we got the word that a teacher here in the Fulton County area, you guys guys, are, yeah. So that was our service area oh, For our clinics no. no, no, no We're still doing what okay, we gotta do okay. We had clinics that were We uh, got J.P. Morgan Chase to sponsor And they were gonna be free clinics Three weeks in a row We had Tyrone Poole Who's a two-time uh, Super Bowl champ And some other guys coming out To help with that But we uh, You know Tyrone I think he's yeah. a good dude <laughs> HBCU Valley, yeah, And okay. he played for the Patriots yeah. So um, shout out to Tyrone He's our dude um, So we, we have canceled the clinics today just because we were starting on Saturday mm. and it's so close and they're closing the school So we want everybody to be healthy and all of that mm. But in addition, we, we, final 4s they're going on. Yes. So final fours going on. Yeah, we're going on. <laughs> if they're going on, we're going on. Okay. So we're doing on Thursday, April the 2nd, we're doing a gala. It's an awards um, ceremony. We're honoring Mike Vick, who's on a, uh, Michael Vick, who's on mm-hmm. an empowerment tour right now. Uh, mayor Steven Reed, who's um, of Montgomery, Alabama first black mayor of Montgomery. Miss Juanita Barranco, who's our mentor. We love her and sponsor um, from Mercedes-Benz of Buckhead. Um, and we've got Reese from One Power One, Hot 107.9 and um, Edwin Moses, the, the Olympian. Okay. So we're honoring those uh, people on th- April second at um, the Loft at Castleberry yes, Hill.
5: Loft at Kesberg. And then
6: Sunday, April fifth, we're excited because we have an HBCU Heroes tournament. It's an esports tournament, okay. so we're doing that, and 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 we'll leave the information here with you guys too. And you can always go to HBCUHeroes.org for information too.
0: So once again, HBCUHeroes.org .org
6: for all the information. But yeah, we're excited about this HBCU Heroes competition because eSports, like George was saying about coaching, eSports is also one of those sports where a lot of African-American youth are watching and playing and not they're not on the executive end. They're not on the boards. They're not creating the games. And so what we want to do is start taking that on the road too, taking those HBCU um, eSports competitions on the road to get more people involved.
0: So are y'all participating in the esports? Trace is trying to get me to play. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to get, <laughs> I'm trying to get.
6: Oh, my, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get my
5: 14 year old to teach me how oh. to play. He you has know, a leg- no, no, no no, a a leg- no, no. So first, first of all, when I played the games, it was Atari, Super <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo. You had four. Pac-Man. You had four buttons. <laughs> you were doing this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you had four buttons. You were blowing the glass. Now they got. Now they got nine buttons. Ten buttons.
6: I told him, I said, we'll have to put a limit on the person who plays against you. They can't be younger than 40. Because, exactly. right? Right. <laughs> you know, he's in the legacy game for 2001. Okay. Yeah. yeah so was... I want him to play himself against somebody. Um, yeah, we'll see.
0: Okay. Um, going back to basketball for a second. You just finished up. Um, Y'all unfortunately lost in the semifinals. How would you describe this year? It was, you know, it was,
5: you know, I've was, i I've been having exit meetings all week or well, the last couple of days with my players. And to get their perspective on how the season went was totally different from what I saw. Yeah. So maybe I need to dial it down a little bit. <laughs> I was, you know, I wanted to win. Uh, you know, the team we lost to in the semifinals, Miles, ended up winning the conference tournament. We beat them in the regular season in our place and then lost to them in the second. Defending champs. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had a lot of injuries uh, mm-hmm. through our players. So I got to, you know, spread the, the minutes out amongst amongst the players uh, next year. Every year you learn something. So I learned that, you know, spreading the minutes out and making sure that you got Instead of playing five to six guys, majority of the game, you got to
1: spread it to about eight guys. You're talking low management, are you? Yeah, yeah. I, gotta, yeah, I <laughs> low management. You know, these kids nowadays, they play
5: so, many, so much AAU basketball. Mm-hmm. They come in with a lot of injuries and, you know, stress fractures and bum right. knees, and you got to manage it. Okay. But
6: this guy here is, he plays to win every oh. day, all day long. He does not. Does not like to <laughs> lose, yeah, I, I was, so yeah, they gotta tighten it up because he. This one is all like you know, he's legendary yeah, Carolina. Know. Right. You know, you, by the way, did the you know that in the '93? Did you you know? Obviously, you guys live about the '93 year, of course. Yes. But did yes. you know Carolina is the number one appearance um, school for um, for at uh, for Final Four? Yes, <laughs> I do. We're not, so we not a, gonna, gonna a, be there this year. I don't fan. think.
0: Unfortunately, I, I know I, they gotta win the ACC tournament. They gotta win. It's the first time I've ever seen them. There are 14 teams in the ACC now. Dead last. play. So playing tomorrow. Player. They no, got to right. play tomorrow. It's
1: going to be kind of loaded. Uh oh. <laughs> so you know, I'm, I'm giving you a heads up. Kind of loaded. So, being a player now, what's his second, third year as yes. coach? So, I'm looking around the landscape as far as uh, coaches. As a player, did you ever go into a season where you were like, mm, maybe the coaches have passes prime? or you as a player ever thought, you know?
5: I was, you know, I was one of those uh, players that, uh, I'm, I'm an old school guy. So I was one of those guys that, whoever was coaching me, I, I listened to everything the coach said. I didn't question uh, whether a coach had enough basketball IQ or knew what he was doing as a uh, as a coach. I always looked to blame it on my teammates when, when something was going bad. And that's because I'm old school. My dad, I grew up playing for my dad and my stepdad. And, uh, you know, he always taught me, always make the right play. You know, always think about what you can do to be better, help the team. And then I had an opportunity, I played for Dean Smith. And, uh, you know, he always told me, you could be the best player on the floor without scoring. And I always took that mindset. And uh, so when when players weren't, doing the little things to help win games always took that role. And as they, they used to call me the glue guy. So I always did whatever it took. And uh, so I never questioned a coach or thought a coach was over the hill. You know, I heard sometimes they ask if Roy is, is, is <laughs> yeah. over the hill. Yeah. But I think, I think, you know, he just, with these kids leaving early, you know, he didn't think Kobe White was going to leave early. Yeah. But Kobe signed to Carolina as a junior. Now, if he had a signed as a senior, then Roy could have probably... Right, mm-hmm. could have said, okay, he might leave. Well, he should have still had time enough, but these kids leave so fast, it's unexpected.
0: To that point, now that there is the new portal where you can leave one time without having a valid excuse, we know some people kind of fudged excuses, how is that going to play into recruiting and coaching?
5: Well, you you, you got to find kids who who wants to be at that school and then i find all year like the kids i coached this year couldn't have played for the coaches i played for they'd have ran them off and you know so i always found myself watching what i say uh and and trying to think about how the kids today would accept it you know, cause it was either my way or the highway for the coaches I played for.
1: And that's the reason why I was asking about, that's the reason why I said a loaded question, but that's the reason why I was asking about, you know, over, I don't think a coach ever loses the IQ for a game. Mm-hmm. But I think as time changes, a coach may not be able to relate. And I use Greg Pop- Popovich as far as just looking at him right now. I don't think he can relate to the landscape that's going on in the NBA. I think, you know, granted, his time has ran out as far as you can't have the You know It's it's unprecedented To have 15 17 20 straight years Of winning your You know Your particular division And and the longevity Of their winning But at the same time I think You know The way now Players in the NBA Kind of determine Their own path They don't really need to
0: It's a players league Yeah
1: I don't gotta deal with you On that aspect I, I think that's gone past him as far as how he deals with the landscape of the business of the NBA.
5: Right. But and, and that's why that's why I kind of like the college. People ask me, why aren't you trying to coach at the NBA level? Uh, I like the college level because so, you can control it a little bit more. NBA level, you can't really control it. I mean, they just got mess up, they give him a pink slip, and then move on to the next game. Whereas, at least at the college level, these kids, majority of them not going to play at the league. They want to play. They want minutes, and you can sit them down or you play them, and you control their minutes. The NBA is guaranteed money. They're going to get their check whether they play or not.
0: Speaking of coaches, you mentioned Coach Smith that um, you had in college as well as Larry Brown that you had when you were at the Sixers. What have those great to- coaches taught you that you've implemented?
5: The fundamentals. Uh, Coach Brown came to our first game in Rock Hill and. um uh, after the game, he was like, you got to get those kids to jump to the ball on pick-and-rolls. And I could hear him coaching me. <laughs> <laughs> we got to jump to the ball. <laughs> so in the Sixers days, you know, pick-and-roll was, was a lot in the NBA, and you got to jump to the ball. And we we stress that all the time. Unfortunately, some of these kids, you can say it a thousand times, they're still not going to do it right. So it's, it's over. It's repetitive. Uh, you know, you got to have experiences like we went through this year where we lost in the semifinals. And then when I was talking to the guys on the exit meetings, I said, now y'all understand the little things like jumping to the ball, 50-50 balls, boxing out on rebounds. That, that was the difference in the game uh, at Miles. I mean, at Rock Hill when we played in the semifinals. What did you
0: learn from Magic as a coach? <laughs> <laughs> Since you say you learn, right. no, no. you know, all coaches you learn something right, from. Right. Yeah. So, 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 so,
5: so the one year that Magic came back and coached us with the Lakers, his pregame talk was so. What well, kind of? I mean, it was you. You would be so excited to play the game, but then because he was so great a player, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was hard for him. To understand that and then he played I mean he had what five Hall of Famers on the team the Lakers he didn't have we didn't have five Hall of Famers you know uh, so it was hard for him to make that adjustment like you saying to the kids today which was in the 90s when I was coming through but I could imagine what he was going through trying to coach and work with the Lakers uh, and the young men that they got coming through there now with the exception of LeBron but I believe even LeBron was a challenge for
0: my, my uh, magic. I exactly believe that. How do we get kids to go to HBCU schools, Tracy?
6: Um, you know what? George and I talk about this all the time. And then we're partnering with Chris Broussard, who's been on a mission for this for at least, I want to say, two years or so, Right. And so you know, part of it is which we talk about sports. Sports, and and that's one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing because sports brings people to the schools. It raises enrollment. It raises visibility. Um, people see you winning, and the the, the academics they want to come there. They want to do the sports. They want to get the scholarships. And so part of what we're trying to do is with all the HBCUs, we're trying to get sports to be not a liability. Because sometimes I've noticed, and I don't work there, so I can say, yeah. but it, <laughs> but it, some of the HBCUs they. look at sports as a liability and not an asset and so for us we're like if you can just you know, make sure that the kids are getting what they are they need. They have a great experience. George does an amazing job with making sure his kids are getting a great experience um, all the way around. And then, you know, they come, they go away and they get jobs, they give back. I mean, it's a whole give back thing. It's the pride of being there and the pride of coming back when you're gone and making sure that you're giving, you know, the money and the resources.
5: We got we to gotta also get the local community to support HBCUs. Um, you know, when I was coming up, playing in Atlanta in the 90s through the NBA, I had family in town, so I was always with family. But I would hear the stories of the guys going when Morris Brown was up, Clark, and Spellman. And Back Moore in the House. Freak Nick days. Nah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that experience that I heard, and then you hear about the bands, mm-hmm. and then I got to campus, and I went to my first football game, and the band was not what I thought it was you know the the whole experience of people in the stands and cheering and and things like that Uh, i think we kind of you know because we do have other options to go to other schools and things like that but the kids who do come like Tracy was saying we got to give them that experience Mm -hmm. and that experience got to be one that they can remember and and will want to share with their children
6: can I say one more thing though? It's funny because Bill Bellamy, who's also one of our ambassadors for HBCU Heroes, he told us when we first asked him, he said man, I went to Rutgers and he had never been to a black school He'd never been to an HBCU. So when he went, I think he did comedy for Howard's Homecoming a couple of years ago, And he said when he saw the halftime show, I think most of us who didn't go to an HBCU and you see the halftime show, and even when you do go, like it's the whole thing. And the, he said he wished someone had told him it's access and for us go ahead because i know what you're saying yeah no
1: no i was going to totally agree so we uh-huh. uh had the privilege to have the interim president for morris brown on correct uh about two Both. months ago okay yeah. and so some of the same things he was saying and what i took from it and just you know i think hbcus depend on the families so you know if you went to morris brown or you went to clark or, family, or fam or you your dad or mom then that's where you're going to go right get- but they don't, they don't, it's still a business. Right. Still got to step outside that box. Exactly. And yeah. so I think, and for a lot of reasons, you know, the 60s, the 70s, you, you had to kind of keep, just mm-hmm. keep everything close to the chest. And, well, and, we and, couldn't go anywhere else, well, you, you know. Correct, correct. Or, yeah, yeah, at first. But now <laughs> yeah. as, as, mm-hmm. As, as, mm-hmm. as doors opened up, you know, everybody started going to see the kids at 12 years old mm-hmm. or, you know, younger and younger and younger. And I don't think HBCUs catch, caught up Kept up with that yeah. aspect as right. far as exactly. you know how to to for sports wise anyway. Mm-hmm. Now I remember growing up if you was real good in band, you went to fam you. You saw fam, mm-hmm, fam mm-hmm. saw you right. as a freshman, first chair, whatever it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I think the band side they mm-hmm. always knew I got to go out and find the next best talent as far as that goes. But I don't think the sports side kept up with it. You had whatever state you in here, mm-hmm. the, you know Georgia right. Bulldogs, mm-hmm. Georgia Tech, you know going out and and, and getting to those young men or young women. It was
0: considered a step up if you were a four or five star and Georgia wanted you or Alabama wanted you. You were like, oh, they want me as opposed to saying, hey, Morehouse is right here. Clark is here. That was George. George
6: should have gone to St. Aug. Your uncle wanted you to go to St. Aug, right? But he was highly recruited, so he couldn't go to St. But the other
5: thing is, is when you go to these PWIs, the facilities, the locker rooms, they bring you in on a, either a chartered flight or, you know, fly you in first class on your official visit, wine and dine you.
6: Are you not doing that for Clark? Well, I, can't, I can't wine and <laughs> dine exactly. at the same price you not flying gray gray in first class? Turn the
1: mic off. You know, uh, no NCAA problem? Right, right. <laughs>
5: Yeah, that's not in my budget. (laughs)
6: Yeah, no, we, we, we do laugh because I, I talked about George sometimes when he's on the bus and I'm talking to him and we're trying to get our organization stuff and he's like, my back is hurting because he's on the bus for seven, eight hours. And, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. But um, I do think that part of it and what you were saying too is access and opportunity. So even with the clinics we were doing, we were trying to get kids to come take these clinics at CAU and then they get the experience of Morehouse and Spelman while they're there, financial literacy and all that. We're just postponing them till the summer. But after Access people who have lived here all their lives have never some of them been over to the AUC. (laughs) So you know, I just think that part of what the question, the answer to what you're saying is, we got to get them over there. We got to get access to any HBCU instead of going on tour or I mean, uh, on family vacation. Sometimes you got to say, you know what? It's this senior year for my kid. We're going to FAMU. We got that's our vacation. We're going to. You know.
0: I think at some point once the top athletes start being mentioned. As saying, FAMU is an option. Clark is an option. How is an option? Mm-hmm. So when you go and say, okay, you got this great basketball player, he's considering Kansas. Carolina
6: or and, Morehouse, and or more whatever, house, yeah.
0: then it's like, oh, well, but I think then that's that allows the other ones to say, yeah. well, let me maybe go check out and put what?
6: it and put it one HBCU in your top on five on the top five, but right? Yeah, not, right. they're not think, in the top five, they're not right. Yeah.
1: I think it helps to have a, a well-known mm-hmm. yeah, well known name as yourself to yeah. say, you know, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to Clark Atlanta mm-hmm. because I know she, coach I, and I you, you got. Rings at mm-hmm. right. the collegiate level. You know what I mean? You yes. play you know, you've been to the, the, finals, the finals at the pro level, so mm-hmm. you know, there's pedigree. So we always hear mm-hmm. why, you know, kids may go to some of the blue chip schools. Right. And they're like, well the coach has, you know, if you go there, you got a, a a good chance to be a first rounder or right. get to the final four or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you gotta start having those type of accolades with the head coaches in the HBCU as well. So yes. you know, so it, it it's it's not a silver bullet. I think in, in all the conversation people are looking for The silver bullet to make it all right. And it's a combination of of a lot of little things, you know. Do you get to the kids early? Do you have the individuals at the administrative level that are recognizable? Do you have the community backing you? Do right. you have, you know, so we gotta Let's come all up with You gotta come up with five or six boxes and be able to execute and check off each one of those boxes and then see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right now I think everybody's just saying, Well I need money. Well yeah, you need money. Right. We all need money, but how do you how do you get it? And when you do get it, how are you gonna spend it? Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, these are the boxes that you you know, exactly. and can you keep it coming? Continuously, yeah. <laughs> That's <more important>. Yes, <laughs> which is why Secure it's you Ace-
0: yeah. heroes, right? Mm-hmm. I want to ask you: North Carolina A T has now moved to the Big South. Are we going to see a change in HBU start moving to the conferences that oh, are a moment? Hold that thought. We're gonna take a break. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is eleven hundred AM. We'll be right back.
1: This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on www.eam1100 or SportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA news.
0: Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life.
4: Hey. MurfinityFashions.MyBigCommerce.com
2: Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it! It's a touchdown! Entertainment?
6: Are you not entertained?
2: And other special interest talk shows?
6: Well, isn't that
2: special? All on one app? Yo, that's Dope. dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today.
0: Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy, hailing from New York, he is the only Black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle Or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy.
2: And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100
0: AM. Hello, and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk, where we bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Once again, 404-603-8770. Appreciate everyone who's tuned in on Facebook as well as Periscope. Uh... Tracy, George, y'all still good? We good. We good. 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 Great. To have still no up. fevers. We good. <laughs> <We're> good. <laughs> hey. They are here with HBCU Heroes. And before we went to break, the question was, Aggie Pride, North Carolina A&T, has made the jump from the MEAC to the Big South. Is that something that might become a trend, you think?
5: I, I think it's going to become a trend unless... How do I say this Believe correct? <laughs> Unless we, as our people, step up and do more. Um, you know, there was a reason a and went to the Big South. Because the conference, the exposure, the money, the opportunity to recruit. Um, Hampton did the same thing. Hampton was first. Was first. So I'm sure Howard was going to make the jump. Now you're not going to have a me at conference. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't have a MEAC conference, the other schools are gonna be like, well, if they jump, and I gotta jump, and then it's, it's no longer gonna be that historically matchup of HBCUs.
1: Well, so I got a question with that. I'm a, short term. It looks bad. Now, what's the possible long term? So, like, you're not gonna lose the HBCU experience. You know how it's not gonna change how they go about. The, the everyday campus life you well, but know. you
5: are because they're not going to play Howard is no longer going to play hbcu like a Clark Morehouse,
1: you know but well, I think cut the scheduling you're going to be forced right. to play within that within that conference or right. whatnot um
5: well the other thing is if if, if if I'm able to put a team together that could beat a Howard or North Carolina AT or a central they they don't want they don't want that. It looks bad on their record. Now they can't go to the NCAA tournament. The reason why they got in the Big South is so they can go to the NCAA tournament and get that, that big bag. And it's gonna look good for the conference.
0: Right. Because the conference once in a tournament is spread out Right, as opposed to individual uh, regular season championships. Yes.
6: But I have a question mm. too, and I want to ask you this. So what about resources? So, so I don't know much about Howard's athletic department, but are they going to get some of the same resources in this new conference that the other PWIs have? Because if you look at where traditionally HBCUs are now, if you take the same teams with the minimal resources, and you have other teams that have training tables, that have weight rooms, that have all the things they need, how are they going to be able to compete?
5: Well, well. So what happens is, so now that Ant and uh, Hampton is in the Big South, they can get a kid. like the kid is at Dayton. Yeah. You know, said so he's a mid major, turns into a star. Yeah. You know, now he's playing well. They in the top five. Yeah
1: third year, so, fourth year, senior. So if
5: they, if they do it right, then they'll be able to land some of those bigger recruits because they plan in the South Conference. They won't. They would never land the, the ACC-type players right. or the Big East and then, because those are the Power Five conferences. But all the mid-major competitions like the Dayton and the Mary Murray State, State yeah. you know, they going to ja, get those They could get, good get a John Moran. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know?
1: Well, So I, I, I guess I'm going to go back. I understand the, the schedule in the conference and how you lose some of that. But I mean, NCAA basketball. There's so many games played, especially like the uh, the the all the um, I don't want to say preseason, but the the well, yeah, the preseason tournaments and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Can't maybe some of those be, you know, some of the historical black college matchups be be done then? So, mm-hmm. so, but so, Howard so, no. is no. playing in that, <laughs> Howard's playing
6: in no, the, no, the Pro no. Football Hall of Fame no, one on, no. in September but though. But for
5: for basketball, well, that's a good so so for basketball, say like a a Mama King mm-hmm. Rice. Okay. The Monmouth and New Jersey. He can't play because of strength of schedule. He needs to play. Yeah, power the, five. The,
1: the Maui class.
5: Yeah. Yeah. He's got to play at t- t- okay. So he can't play a Utah or somebody okay. like that. And mm-hmm. so so what's going to happen to Howard and a t because of the strength of schedule, they're not going to play uh, oh. with salem mm-hmm. State. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. Got you. Okay. Gotcha. I was trying to make a, yeah.
5: make, a
6: make an right. opportunity, yeah. but then... That, and what yeah. about the halftime show?
1: What's happening to that? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that? We gotta I have think, that. I think that might change, that <laughs> might change other bands. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> What's one of the misconceptions that people don't realize? Let's say, um, who was it? Oprah gives $10 million to Morehouse or Clark. What's the misconception about that? Because if y'all outside looking in, to me, it's really like... Oh, y'all should have it. That's $10 million for the school.
5: Well, that's that. those funds don't always go down to the... And it's up to the president, whoever the new president, how they spend. But when when Charles gave money to Clark last year, he gave money Barclay. to Miles. Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that money goes into the infrastructure of the academics, not the athletic department. So, yeah, he gave a million dollars, but... We needed him to give a million dollars to the school and then a million
0: dollars to the athletic department. So how can HBC Heroes channel that, and our di- guess is divert the money.
6: And it's really simple, right? You all For us, we specifically are only raising money for athletics, so whether that's scholarships or resources or weight rooms or whatever, we're only raising money for athletics. But um, just with working with George, he's let me know, and the people that we deal with, that you have to allocate, right, where yes. the money is going to be spent. Mm-hmm. So if you say, I'm going to give to Clark, but I only want it to be spent on the men's basketball team, that's exactly where they have to spend it. So So anybody who's giving anywhere, um, and we even say that for HBCU heroes, we think everybody can be HBCU heroes is just, volunteering your efforts giving of your time whatever you can do taking a kid to a college campus that maybe they wouldn't be able to go see at an hbcu you know wherever you can come in and help with the the platform um you can be an hbcu hero but allocating the funds is what is what's important and that's what we're doing we're allocating what's the the website again Mm hbcuheroes.org
1: so i have another question nick kind of piggyback on what you're saying Mm -hmm. so is there like a five like a five these are the five most important things if you're an individual that wants to donate money that you should should know about how your money is being spent. And then my second question is, with the presidents in, in, the, in the, the school oversight, oversights having the final say where the money goes, then how does, say, Nike or Adidas or, you know, um, uh, Under Armour, how do those type of uh, 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 individuals play into sponsorships for the school like, like how does that work well the, 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 the so shoe companies
5: the shoe companies want the athletes Okay, they want the athletes wearing their brand they want a product on the floor that's going to be exciting and they're going to get a mil- million views uh, you know I think if we can get all the HBCU games streamed like none of our home games are streamed unfortunately and we we go on the road everybody's streaming games and like we're missing an opportunity uh, I might get in trouble, for that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if we got an exciting athlete, I've had I had some I had some good players on my team this year. that Played an exciting brand. I thought we played an exciting brand, uh, but people don't get to see it. So if people can't see visibility. it, yeah, the visibility. We'll talk Hold for you. On. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we'll, 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 ta- we'll say, we, we'll, we'll but there's
0: a way. We'll talk off camera, but there is a way to to stream the game. I know somebody who's working on that, doing all that for HBCU. Nice, but yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And then, then the (laughs) (laughs) if he doesn't
6: get in trouble (laughs) because he good, he
1: good. (laughs) good. And then, the
6: second
1: (laughs) at twenty five, whatever you know. Dump, dump that part. (laughs) (laughs) We got you covered. Uh,
5: So, what was the second question? So when, so when, when. Like Tracy said, when the when the when the money is earmarked to go in a certain place legally, you can't spend it somewhere else.
1: Okay, and I and I those are, again, that's, those are things I think that people I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So basically, like a government, you know, where does our tax dollars go? Right. You know, and most people are like, oh, I spent my taxes, but like, no, nah, your taxes it ain't necessarily going to the road. Right. right. That that E14, <laughs> you know what I mean? Is for whatever. And so those are the things that when you hear someone giving to any school an X amount of money, we, general public, is thinking, Ah, they got it. They good. You know, the programs, these programs should be fine. We don't understand that those, we just said, those things are earmarked. Oh no, that money came from Whatever celebrity, Mm -hmm. but he or she is a science fanatic. Right. And so that's where the money, (laughs) you know what I mean? Exactly. That's where the money is going. They care less about sports. They, you know, they're worrying about the environment. And so they want to see individuals. And so. That's, that's new to me. I wasn't aware of that.
6: It's But you know what else? I think, too, it's the whole grown and sexy component, like bringing an NBA player to coach an H- HBCU. So now you got Theo Ratliff coming to see his games. you got – there's been – who else has come to see um, some of your games?
5: Dale Davis yeah. has come to mm-hmm. games. And these are guys I've played with, mm-hmm. uh, you know
6: there's a lot but there's a the thing about the visibility and the access now you've got people like that who are saying hey i'm on social media i'm at this game with g lynch because i played with him at the sixers blah blah blah. all of that helps and then again these guys who have a lot of money and had a lot of access when you tell them what's going on because they didn't know before now they'll say okay the charles barkley's of the world because he gets it I'm gonna give a million dollars. You know, Kevin Durant, and, he, and when he's giving his money next year, maybe he'll hear one of these stories and he'll say, "I'm gonna to give to Clark or wherever." I mean, and, win, and winning helps
1: too. You know. Yeah, winning, yes. winning helps. Exactly. Simi- exactly. final is great. Exactly. Finals is, you know what I
5: mean? Yeah. yeah. I in, told in, my guys. I tell my guys <laughs> that story. I tell my guys that story all the time because I experienced it at Carolina. When you're winning and you're going to championships, people want to be around winners. Yes. And they will reach deeper in their pockets when you got a winning program. Yes.
0: I, going back to that point of celebrities, we see the Hawks' attendance is up, and they're dead. Well, second to last in the East, but you got a star in Trey Young who was personally recruited by the Migos, who sit courtside. So yes. you wow. have those. I, still, people I didn't know that. I still that. disagree
1: with all that, but I, <laughs> I know, but, I know but, you but,
0: want a Luca. I, I agree, but, but I understand why. But, but you see why
1: the the the. the, the the draft was made yes. or the switching, the dropping down and whatnot. I understand why it was... I was because
0: <laughs> he brings celebrities courtside. Mm-hmm. Two-Change courtside mm-hmm. owns part of the... Uh, college Park. The college Park yeah. Skyhawk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. bringing in former players that are at the game, it's like, oh... I can go to Clark game and I can see, right. you know, Dell Davis there, I can see Matumbo there. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. more, more eyes on can, yeah. anything is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to try and get you some some streaming to go there yeah, mm-hmm. so <laughs> people get, can see the games and everything. Once again, the award is when? The it's
6: April 2nd, Thursday, April 2nd um, at the loft at Castleberry here on Hill. And then the eSports competition is Sunday, April 5th at Access Replay. And
0: tickets or whatever for that. Um, we- go to
6: M- www.hbcuheroes.org. Okay. Lawbury- How do you feel
0: about the the NIL, the name, image, likeness? Do you think that that will be a big deal or no deal as far as college students being able to use that to? I think subsidize I think papers? I think
5: what is going to happen is you know kids were about to start going overseas and playing that one year so for that one year that the ncaa can hold on to a superstar it'll help that and i think i think they should have done that a long time ago uh, i had a young kid played in my au program when i was back in dallas terrence ferguson uh, great player i knew he was gonna be a pro uh, he didn't go to college ended up going and playing overseas for a year and now he's playing with the oklahoma thunder so the ncaa got missed the opportunity to see a kid like that play at the college level because if you're a foreigner coming into the NBA you don't have to sit out of here. Mm-hmm. you can go straight from high school okay. and play right away so why should the American kids
1: have to mm-hmm. do that
3: mm-hmm. hey, that's I
1: think that's one, that is still the one thing the downside to the one and dones and whatnot. you know players like you in the 90s early 2000s you know 80s they became household names Right, like Pat Ewing yeah. you know and so now before I can learn the kid's name he's gone. Right. And so now if he gets to you know, he goes to the league, I'm only focused on that particular wherever I live. So I'm here in Atlanta, right. I'm only really focused on the Atlanta team. if, I, if you know if
0: I'm in New So Chile. I'm only going to know about Edwards who plays at Georgia. Correct. Correct.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, granted can't change it. Catch out the bag, it is what it is, but that's the one thing I, you know, I missed the 3 year, you know, I want kids to go get their money, don't get me wrong. Right. But I missed the three years, you know, and and having real battles as far as longevity with, you know, Kansas and, and Oklahoma or Kansas and Duke or you know, Duke and North Carolina's a different different <laughs> bird. But you know, as far as real competitive battles now is like every other year yeah. well you gotta wait to March Madness mm-hmm. before, you know, you really you know before you make a name. Yeah, yeah. Whereas they were making their names. You all making your names day one. Exactly. You know. Just, yeah. You know. It, March Madness wasn't the time you made your name. You making your names in a regular season. Exactly. Whereas now the kids have to make their names in, the, in March Madness, or they don't even they don't, one year if they're not worried about it, they already know. The Ben Simmons is what I mean. Right. Ben Simmons didn't. Co. Cole, Cole, he, Cole he, Anthony. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. Well, Cole put he put effort in, but Ben
0: didn't put. Cole he, ain't put no effort in. He got shut down by Trey Jones. Really?
1: But, no, no, no. My,
0: I'm okay. still salty, my I, bad. I'm still a up, up little upset. bit but, I,
1: but you know, definitely Ben Simmons to me, you know, you look at him, you know, where LSU was 17-11, you know, he knew he was going to the league. Yeah,
5: but I think I think I think he got hated on when he was at LSU. And that's the other part, when you get a young kid coming in, he got all the hype. So the guys who've been there for two or three years are like, you know, I've been here, I put my time in. And that, you know,
0: some kids can't handle that. Gotta ask. You ready for your question? Who would you take, Ben Simmons or jo- Joel Embiid? So you asked me who to build around?
1: No trade. How about I go back? <laughs> I know, yeah, who, who <laughs> would you what, trade? One, I, I, would trade no, I would be
5: I would trade Ben Simmons. Ooh,
1: oh, you, you get the big man? No, because
5: because reason why you can't. There's there's something going on there, and unless Ben Simmons develop a jump shot, no one else around the team will develop. Gotcha. And then okay. you, so you could put other pieces around Joel uh, Embiid, Joel and you, the you, seven footers don't come around
1: like that. Well, I won't go against you, but I'll get rid of Joel. I will. All, only I, because I the way him. the league is set up now, Everybody's, and he stay hurt more because he stay hurt. hurt. Nah, but
5: you got to, you got to kind of watch that. Is he really hurt, or is he faking an injury? Oh, that's right. Oh, like okay. Low management. Uh, no, no, <laughs> low. <laughs> I mean, you know, or, ML, <laughs> you know, because because maybe he's trying to get the coach fired. Mm, gotcha, why? Gotcha. Why? Why? Why did um, was the Butler leave? Because they were soft. No, 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 no. no. I, I, oh, see, so. I think Butler left because he had issues with Ben
1: Simmons. Yeah, I can see that. But I always thought the coach did. Now back to coaching. But no,
0: Ben Butler's a dog, though. So no. he didn't have. I about. He grew Brown. up the playing like I'm gonna play regardless. I'm gonna come after you, and I thought but it ben came out, was a it little came soft.
5: It came out. It came out in the All Star game a little bit though. There's something yeah, there. It's something. And then you know, I think you can get something for Ben Simmons. I don't know how much you can get for Joel Embiid. Gotcha. Mm.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm hey, we'll taking it from you. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you sit well, there for a reason. reason right? <laughs> I, I gotta ask you. You played with the Lakers. You wore 24, which was Kobe number, and 34, which is Shaq number.
5: Well, so when I got to the Lakers, Tony Smith was already wearing 34. And then after my first two years with the Lakers, I was like, "Man, we losing games." You know, I'm superstitious. Let me change it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a big Len Bias fan, so I wanted I wanted 34. And then, so the second year, I said, "Well, let me wear I don't know if it was 30 or 24. Uh, 24." It was 24, and uh, because it was closer to 34, and. Uh, and then my last year, I wore 34, and then I got traded for Shaq. I think I got traded because Shaq wanted that and number. Shaq number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you still mad at Shaq about that? No, nah, I ain't mad because <laughs> I, I would have made that deal myself. <laughs> <laughs> when did you understand it's a business? My When I got when traded. you got traded. It was funny because
5: I was doing a basketball camp uh, in uh, Palace Verdes. And... Uh, my girlfriend at the time called me and said, you just got traded. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> now, Jerry West, his son was in camp. Wow. He dropped his son off at camp every morning. He did the
6: two fingers. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> he could have came in
5: and said, George, let me holler. Right.
6: Man, That's a need, business yeah. right there. So I'm
5: driving down to 405. <laughs> and, you know, you just got traded. I was like, where? <laughs> You're like, wow. Vancouver. Right. <laughs> That's how I found out. Man. And I knew it was a business then. Well, now you find out over Twitter. Right, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Somebody tweets uh, and hey, so
0: and uh, so trade. you like, Instagram mm, yeah, that's P-V. me. Right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, <my laughs> like, that's my number. Oh, that's my number. I've been traded, yeah. I've been in this package. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot has been made now about Lakers, Clippers. We saw what happened yesterday. Who do you like?
1: in the Western Conference Finals in the Western Conference Finals 7 man. game
5: series who you got cuz that was going to wind up oh man Well, the Lakers beat finally beat the Clippers the other night Keyword, i was I, I, finally. I thought, <laughs> you know you know i'm a laker but mm-hmm. uh they got to beat them they got to beat them the end of that, that first week in april april for me to believe that the Lakers uh got enough pieces
0: Who do you like, Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. You're Lakers. Mm -hmm.
5: (laughs) But you
6: know it's funny, when George was playing for the Lakers, and back I lived in L.A. at that point too, the Clippers were the team that nobody, remember, nobody went to their game. Like, people would give you tickets, and I'd be like, no, I'm good, I got a friend that plays for the Lakers, I'm good. I don't even want the tickets. (laughs) Now, they've made a really great turnaround, but I'm still, I'm I'm diehard Lakers since he played there. I'm diehard Lakers. Lakers. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm going Clippers. And I, I don't have a dog in the fight, <laughs> but I'm going to go on Clippers based on all the moves that have been made. It's a battle in LA. I mean, both.
0: So you like the Joe Kim Noah move?
1: I don't. I,
5: don't I, mean,
0: well, I mean, it's a roster spot. It's I, the-, I, yeah. well, the,
5: the, the other yeah. problem. So, so, so now you know the Clippers have been making some nice moves, but is it going to be? Is it going to become a a playing time issue in the playoffs?
6: Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't because you think got so. Reggie,
5: you got Reggie, you
0: got Williams.
1: Yep. I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I I think and it, you, you know, gotta you Bino, gotta find Bino. your
0: eight man roster. Right. Morris is Morris gonna be around? S-
1: so I'm gonna ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So when you go in a situation like that, if, if you've been in one or you you know being in the league and seeing, you kind of know what you're going into, especially this late, late in the season mm-hmm. when you get brought onto a team. So you you know you gotta know that my minutes aren't gonna be high. But, or do you go into that thinking that, you know what, yeah, I want to be that seven-man every, every, rotation? Every,
5: everybody is different. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> and you competitive. So Man. if you're sitting on a bench and you lose and you think that you could have contributed, mm. now you might say something. Either whether it's in the media, you might say something in the locker room. You
1: know. I, I, I get you, but I think that's a difference between uh, – um, I can't call his name. Coach for Clippers, um, Doc, Doc Rivers. Rivers. I think Doc is much more prepared to handle what he that, have with that, Boston. That type of attitude from a player than is.
0: Well, Jason Kidd is. Well, LeBron is the coach. It goes LeBron, Jason Kidd, Frank Vogel.
1: Well, if LeBron's the coach, then you, you
0: ain't got you to you
1: say a word. Oh, you I'm more afraid if you get trouble on this segment, then it's going to So, you ain't got to say a word. So, let's say LeBron's the coach. And I, I got past history when LeBron's had locker rooms like that since LeBron's the coach. And how, 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 has it, how has it wind up? Nine players getting traded just two well, years but, ago. But he, sign, he
0: signs I mean, a check at the end of the day through uh Rich Paul, but, you know, I mean so I plus mean, <laughs> signs a check. No, so I get it. LeBron would be like, What'd you say? <laughs> I ain't signing Well, a Kuzma's check
1: still there and he does said all kind of stuff. Now he yeah. may not be next he,
0: year. He, well, Kuzma put the crown on him uh, yesterday, so I they all you. is forgiven yeah. now. But that was his trainer though. I get So you. all I, is
1: forgiven. I just I feel we all know it's coming to April, Western Conference Final, unless somebody severely gets yeah, hurt yeah, on either team or whatever. You know, it's, it's all about who can not be in the first or second round going <laughs> six, seven games, who can end a series fast, faster than the other and be rested for that Western Conference Final, for the most part. Um, but I just think, coaching-wise, even before all the moves were made, I just thought yeah. the Clippers were better set up than, than oh, the yeah. Lakers. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, to so to add these pieces, Doc, Doc, Doc has all <laughs> that going on, had it in Boston. Garnett was fiery. you know what I mean? He had all those guys, you know
5: 10
0: He's years ago. Him. Now how much basketball do you watch while you're in the middle of your season?
5: I watch uh, I watch a few NBA games. You can't I mean, to me, the NBA doesn't really start playing until the last 18, 20 games. You know, regular seasons. After all star. But 100. he won't miss a
6: Carolina but, not, game. I know that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but
5: I watch I watch the Celtics. I watch the Lakers. I watch the Clippers. Uh, I, I'm a Westbrook fan, so I watch Houston. Uh, you like small ball? I'm about to say yeah.
0: Is small ball gonna work with Houston?
5: Yeah, I don't know about the playoffs. Playoffs is slow They slow it down. They are gonna have to hit a lot of threes in the playoffs. Would that
0: work
1: in 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 college? Like right now, would you be able small to? Small ball dip, of working.
5: There's no true it?
0: post players. Got
1: gotcha. you. Okay.
0: So you're recruiting right now. Are you recruiting us to run a small ball type offense? I like? want to.
5: Yeah, I want to shoot a lot of threes. Okay. I
1: had
5: a I had a six ten kid tell me he he never he didn't like playing in the post on his exit meeting.
1: I just about to ask you. Ooh. So what well, so, you know, I wanted to do. He's 16. 16
5: and told me he don't like playing You want to hit him in the waist, didn't you? You want
1: to put him in the hand. <laughs> So I got a question how for you. Me. How do you keep no. your composure
5: when it's, I mean, I man, I, I <laughs> put it this way: I'm recruiting for a big man. <laughs> so, 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 so I, so I got a question.
1: So, with, with the with the mm. the way the league is going right now, do you ever see it coming? That's the other reason why I talked about Joel Embiid. Like, I let him go. I don't think the league is going to come back to where the like a kid. Like cool. Where you know, yeah. you you have a power guy that can slow the game down. You want to have the Porzingis and you know, sixteen guys hovering around well, the three point line. Well, or, the
5: problem is the regular season. That's fine, but when the playoffs and it slows down and each possession counts, you need that big man.
1: Gotcha. So that's that's that's, that's a good thing for
5: the Milwaukee Hawks.
0: then. So that's a good thing for Milwaukee. I'm talking about now, the future for the Hawks, but yeah, with Clint don't know. Capella.
5: Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't see Milwaukee coming out of the East. Really? Who you like? I think Boston. Okay. Uh, if uh, shoot Miami. Coaching, you better coach. Him. Coaching,
1: yeah. So you, 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 you. Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens and, uh, and I just, and I just
5: think the way that Giannis plays, he's got to get off the ball a little bit more. Okay. And if he go to a seven game series, it'll wear him down.
0: I can see that. Okay. I, I'll go with that. I, I said I, I like Brad Stevens because he has a bullet type team where. Yeah, they're
5: going to they're gonna pack it in. Right. They ain't going to let you
0: come down the lane. Brad
1: Stevens does more with less.
0: Than anybody. Like he, oh,
5: yeah. he, he's, he's, he's a, a Larry few, Brown. Yeah.
1: Doesn't need a superstar. Like, right. he's one of the few coaches that doesn't need a true superstar so, to win. So so right. what,
5: what happens, though, is if he can get his guys to play hard throughout the regular season, they put themselves in a better situation when the playoffs. They're going to get that home court advantage or
0: that top four seed. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it shakes out yeah. Can you put into words what the Carolina Duke rivalry is uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's man it's you know so the
5: Carolina Duke rivalry starts when a kid either you're a Duke fan or you're a Carolina fan or one of the two schools didn't recruit you. So if you go to the other school the rivalry starts then before you even step on campus. Mm-hmm. Then the history of the, the rivalry. You know, and then the former players. You know, you know. Although I'm, I'm friends with Christian Leitner, I know Brian here. I know Bobby Hurley. I'm friends with Grant Hill. But the rivalry during that time was so heated. At least when the nineties, when I was coming through, we didn't speak to him. <laughs> we wouldn't. You know, when I got to Carolina, you know, King Rice and Rick Fox and Jarrell Reed said they might not come on our campus. Mm. Now it's a little bit, you know, social media, they friends and all that. But as a former player and we watching the games and going to these sports (laughs) Mm -hmm. bars, you want to win every game.
6: But Dom, wait, I got to tell you something. So Saturday night, I went to the sports bar to watch because there's a Carolina bar here, right? He didn't come. I know why he didn't come because he didn't know if we were going to win or not. <laughs> and he to be at home. Right. So, Will you, you those stuff? Three yeah, o'clock in the morning. Me. He texted me something about work, and I was like, "What? Okay, it's three o'clock in the morning." And he says, "What are you doing up?" And I told him I couldn't sleep. He said, "Man, I can't get over that game tonight. I just, I was like, really, George? It hurt you? Really? So the first one really hurt. Yeah. This
1: game, I was like, I don't yeah. think how, like, no, he was devastated. But that first one, that first one hurt. It's the
6: it runs deep.
0: It runs deep. A free throw and a rebound. Right.
6: A free throw
1: and a rebound. Mm-hmm.
0: So you, you still get emotional, Yeah, though? he gets oh, very yeah. emotional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, looking at that championship game, you all played Michigan earlier in that season. Mm-hmm. So were you more prepared to play him in that championship game in 93?
5: Well, it's funny because people ask me about that game all the time. And uh, I tell them, you know, Dean Smith, if there's anything I learned from Dean Smith as a coach, he prepared us for every situation. We were, we were in practice one time, and we always did this situation where uh, the blue team, which is the role players, he'll give them a 10-point lead, 15-point lead, whatever. And then the starters, and you had to run for everything. So if you lost, you had to run. So he would give them a 10-point lead, put three minutes on the clock. He said, All right, y'all got to get back in this game or, or win it. So, this was in November. This is we, we played Michigan right before Christmas that year. This was in October. And this is when you could have three hour practice. So, we'd already been practicing for three hours. <laughs> and then he'd say, All right, situation 10 minutes, give the blue team 10 minutes, made the score like 67 and 77, something like that. So, we, we competing to get back in this game. We get back in the game. Donald Williams calls timeout. Oh, wow. Like, he dives on it. Like, it was a great play. We I don't know if it was a trap, loose ball. Mm-hmm. He dives on the floor, and normally, you know, when you see Carolina players dive on the floor, they run over, pick them up, and, right. man, Coach Smith gave us this look because he called timeout. Nobody calls timeout. Nobody burns his timeouts. He put us on the end. This was after a three-hour practice. He put us on the end line, and we ran. I swear we had another 15 sprints. <laughs> And we sitting here, we like, you know, we coming back. We tied the game up. He called the timeout. And that was ingrained in my head. So we get to April. We play in Michigan. And even when we played them in November, I, would, I was allowed to just go trap whenever I wanted to. Okay. Yeah. So I would tell Derek Phelps during that game, I said, look, anytime Jalen takes it out, you play in front of Chris Webber, I play behind him. Because I knew that I could, like, I could go out one through five. So I could I could guard him. Right. If Chris ran out, I could run back and catch him. So we threw a two-man trap on him. They weren't prepared. Jalen take it out. Chris Webber was trying to handle the ball. So I knew I could deny Chris the ball. So they were burning timeouts. So we go to the bench, and Coach Smith was like, they don't have any more timeouts. I mean, every coach, every coach on the bench was telling us, you don't have no more timeouts. <laughs> And all I could remember was that 50 So, <laughs> <laughs> So, So go back in the game. Jalen takes it out again. And we, and we were trapping them in November. And they didn't have a press offense. So in the championship game, we trapping them. They don't have a press offense. Even after we trapped them three times, they burned time off. They didn't have a press offense. So I said, you know what? If they're going to keep taking it out, like I'm going to keep <laughs> right, trapping Yeah. And they did it. He traveled. We ran him up the sideline, and we we were Troy. you know, the sideline is an extra defender. Yeah. And he probably should have. I don't know why he didn't just throw it to somebody because two of the best defenders was guarding him. Somebody was going to get open. And But running down the sideline, you could hear their team, timeout, timeout, timeout. when they didn't have it.
6: But you know what my favorite part about this is tell them what happened when you said what was your mind on when you go wait what happened?
5: Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm walking back after he called time out and I'm like I'm looking down at the bench and everybody's jumping. You know you playing in front of 60,000 it didn't yeah, it Yeah, didn't, and it, and it, register, yeah right. it didn't come through that all right it's so a tech, we're gonna put our best play on the free throw line. Right. I'm walking and I'm like, what y'all cheering about? What and everybody <laughs> was like, We won, we won. <laughs> 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 you know, cause we that. had the we had the best free throw shooter in, in the in the NCAA, Donna Williams. Yeah. Put him on the line and
6: you know, And the, the rest is history. history. Yeah. yeah the rest All history. right. Well, we
0: appreciate y'all coming in. Y'all like gotta y'all come y'all back again. Yeah, yeah. Once again, let everybody know about HBCU HBCU heroes and how to. Find everything they need.
6: Okay. Everything you need is on www.hbcuheroes.org. And we're doing an event April 2nd here in um, Atlanta at um, the Loft of Catspillar Hero. And then April 5th at Access Replay. We're doing our um, HBCU esports tournament.
0: Excellent. Mm -hmm. And you can find DNA Sports Talk on. Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on. Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on. Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on.
1: Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday. WWE 1100 AM. See y'all
0: next week. Peace. Peace.